Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. Today I'm going to be talking about part four. This is a four-part thing I've been working on, but this is the uh, fourth of four videos. Excuse me, that I'm doing about the, the the big takeaways, the big things that I learned going through the process of losing 80 pounds in 14 months. So, uh, what that really looks like for those who haven't listened to the first three of these is that's about a 1.3 pounds per week over the course of 60 weeks. Okay, it's about 14 months. So for some people, that seems like it's not a big deal. For others, it seems like it's an incredibly big deal. And when I talk to people about this, they say, how do you keep up the consistency? How do you keep up that momentum over and over and over and over again, week in and week out, month in and month out, and make those little micro progress, those little micro progress milestones instead of like, like big milestones. Like how did you mentally deal with that? And uh, I'll just answer that by saying <laughs> you got to trust the process. The reason so many people fail in doing that is because they can't trust the process. They don't understand that it's brick by brick by brick that you build this thing and it's not going to be overnight. It's an iterative process and it's an emotional roller coaster in some ways. But if you push all that stuff aside and you're able to just trust the process and stay the course, as long as the course is correct and you have the right strategy and you have the right mindset and you have the right accountability in place, then you can get there. So before I dive into this, um, if you are listening to this on the podcast, because this will be repurposed on the podcast, if you're listening to this on the podcast, please shoot over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. If you have gotten value out of this episode or any other episode ever that I've put out, I think this is going to be around episode 103 or something like that. Uh, if you've got value out of it, please give me a rating and a review in iTunes. That means so much to me and it helps me spread awareness, which uh, is free for you, by the way, and uh, it helps me out big time. So I'd really appreciate that. Um, anyways, so this is part four of four, okay? And again, this is the process. This is like what I learned, the major takeaways. I only made four of these. I could probably have done 10, but this is the fourth one. Uh, these are the major takeaways, the biggest things that I learned going through the process of losing 80 pounds in 14 months. Okay, so this one, part four, this is what I learned. The big takeaway was that there are many, 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 so many ways to measure progress. So one of the things that a lot of people default to when they're going through the process of transformation of any kind is that they look at the scale a lot. And that's great. The scale is actually an incredibly important tool for measurement. And all of my clients are required to do 
daily weigh-ins and I look at all that data literally every single day, seven days a week, even on days when I don't communicate them with them directly, uh, I still look at their weight values. I'm still looking at everything. And the reason we do that is because that is, that is a form of measurement and it is a form of measurement that is easy to obtain and it's easy to measure. Okay. So not all forms of measurement are actually easy to measure. Uh, but the weight value is important. Now, for some people, they want to see that number go up. For others, they want to see it go down, depending on what your goals are, right? Well, for me, going through the process of losing 80 pounds in 14 months is that I was I was obese. So I was already having those uncomfortable conversations with my doctor and people, you know, my, my parents, people close to me. Um, I was I was married shortly after I graduated from college, and that was something that I opened up to my my wife and you know, even before we got married, when she was my fiance, I opened up to her about that. And, um, you know, of course she was like really empathetic and she just wanted me to, to be happy or whatever, but it was very important to me. So, um, anyways, I was having those uncomfortable conversations, right? I was having those uncomfortable conversations and it was, it was weird knowing that I had to somehow like face the facts that I was like basically at what I considered at the time rock bottom. And it was time to move forward in time to fix it. And if, uh, if I wasn't going to go all in, it was never going to happen. Right. So when you're trying to lose that amount of weight, like 80 pounds is not an insignificant amount of weight. So if you're going through that, trust me, I've been there. I understand it. But when you're going through that process, the only thing that you seem to care about, and I was like this, I lived this experience when the only thing you seem to care about day in and day out is the number on the scale. All you want to see is that number go down. And on the days when it goes down, it's great. You have like this super exciting, like celebration going on. You, you, you know, you, you feel happy. Uh, if you weigh yourself in the morning and you see that number is lower than it was the day before you it sets the tone for the whole day. So you go into work or you go into school or whatever, um, or you go into the weekend if it's a weekend day and it, uh, you're just, you have a different level of energy. You show up differently. You're more excited. Um, you're more, you know, energetic, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and bubbly, and it seems like nothing can go wrong, right? But then you have those days where the scale actually goes up, right? You've all experienced that probably. So when that happens, right? When the when you when you when you have a day where let's say you have three or four days in a row where the scale's going down, it's going down or staying even. You know, so it's going down by a tenth of a pound a day or a quarter of a pound, but then then it stays even for a day and then it goes down again, and then it goes up like two pounds randomly. So it's almost as if you would put on two pounds overnight, which didn't actually happen. But in your mind, that's what happens. And when you see that scale go up, you get emotionally tied to that result. And that just like it does when the scale is low, it sets the tone for the whole day. Only this time it's on the other end of the spectrum. So now it sets tone for the whole day, but that tone is a bad tone. It's a negative tone, right? And it's full of negative energy and it brings with it a bunch of negative feelings and, and self-doubt and body dysmorphia start stuff, type stuff starts to happen. It starts to form in your mind. When I say body dysmorphia, it's just like you get obsessed with the shape of your body, the aesthetic of your body, the, you know, the way you look and everything. And um, even if, if a lot of people think that that happens to super skinny people and people who are incredibly fit and lean, and yes, that does happen sometimes but it also happens to people who are on the other end of the spectrum. So as you're losing weight and you're feeling great and then you see the scale go up one day randomly, all those things start to happen to you. It's like psychological things and emotional 
things. And so when I when I said earlier that this whole process is an emotional roller coaster, it kind of is because of that. You experience those things a lot. You feel really, really happy one day and then incredibly disappointed the next day if your weight is teetering back and forth, right? If you're trying to get through this whole process of losing weight and then you have days where it spikes up, it just makes you feel like you're walking backwards. Like you're taking three or four steps forward and then two or three steps backwards. Three or steps, four steps forward, two or three steps backwards. And it's so disappointing. On, and, and that takes you from a mega high to a mega low. So let me explain something. When you're going through this process, right? Just imagine this for a second. You need to lose 80 pounds and you're like 25 pounds in. So you're feeling pretty good in general. But then you have a string of three or four or five days or, or a week or two weeks where the weight either doesn't move or it moves up a little bit. Right? It feels like the the time that you spent getting those first 20, 25 pounds off, it feels like that was for nothing. And it makes you feel like you're walking backwards so quickly that you're not only undoing the progress you made, but that it's pushing out your end goal even further into the future. It's pushing it out so far that you're never going to get there. And those are the things that people start to feel and think. So the thing is, if you have those things I mentioned earlier, the right strategy, if you have the right accountability, if you have the right mindset in place, which are very hard to do alone, by the way, if you have those things in place, then what happens is you can find yourself getting course corrected, right? You can find yourself, sure, you might go off course a little bit, you might derail yourself a little bit, but you can get course corrected. You can become um, <clears throat> realigned with what it is you're trying to do. You can get back on, on track. So uh, fortunately, I had, uh, after many failures through college of trying to get my weight and my body under control, I finally got myself into a good groove with the right, um, the right network and the right mentorship and the right mindset and right accountability and all those things. I got those things in place um, in 2008 into 2009. And so anytime I went off course, anytime I weighed myself and my, my weight went up and I started feeling really down, like I was able to course correct. I was able to come back on track. And that is one of the things, like probably the most important thing that helped me get through the process. And in doing so, in going through that process, I learned that it's more than just the scale that we're looking at, all right? And that is why some of these weight values tend to fluctuate a little bit. Um, so the scale, again, is just one form of measurement, right? But when you're going through this process and when you're working out, when you're putting on lean muscle, when you're doing things, you're following the right strategy, your nutrition's on point, and you're drinking enough water, you're getting enough sleep, you're doing all the right things that your coach is telling you to do and that your trainer is making you do, and your weight starts teetering, then you need to start looking at other things. You need to start asking yourself what's going on. So what's really going on, right? And a lot of times what's going on is you're putting on lean mass, Okay, or you're retaining water for some reason. Maybe you had more sodium in your diet. Like those things can make a big difference. It can even be things like a bowel movement, right? It's it's all sorts of stuff. Your body's holding on to things. People forget that the body is a dynamic thing, and a lot of times you put stuff in it and you expect it to come out at the same rate every single day, and that doesn't happen, right? Your body breaks down food differently on different days, depending on what's going on, how much hydration you have, how much exercise you've been doing, what kind of exercise you've been doing. Did you do anything different? Um, if you're like really pushing your muscles in a different way, 
that might affect the way that your body breaks down food and shuttles aminos to it and shuttles uh, some of those nutrients to it. And it might just break down things just a little bit different that cause what causes water retention just a little bit that'll make that weight go up the next day, which is why any good coach or any good trainer is going to look at averages of weight. Okay. We're going to look at averages of weight um, over the course of time, seven days, 10 days, 14 days, even up as far as up uh, as far as 30 days, right? Like we don't care what your weight is day to day necessarily. We care what your weight, what your weight is over the course of a fixed period of time. We look at windows of time. So what are the other things that we look at as forms of measurement? Okay. Cause there are many. Uh, one of the things that I make my clients do is take progress pictures. So every 90 days we do progress pictures excuse me, every, every 90 days, uh, we do progress pictures. So there's before, and then there's after of that 90 day window. And then as we continue on, if they, if, uh, you know, if they're enrolled for an extended period of time, then we do another batch, right? And we look at those visual indicators. Um, for myself, when I was going through my transformation and I don't require this of my clients, though I encourage them to do it for themselves is take pictures every single day, literally every single day. And you, uh, just a pro tip, you can track those in MyFitnessPal along with your weight. So when you open MyFitnessPal, which is a free app, you can see your weight and your daily progress picture next to each other. And you can just sit there and like scroll through the whole thing and see all your progress shots day in, day out, day in, day out, over and over and over and over again. And you can track your weight on like a, a, a graph. So you can see all that, all those analytics like all together and it looks, it's really cool, right? But if you don't want to do that, that's fine. So back in 2008, you know, we didn't have smartphones. We didn't have my fitness pal. So I actually took an old school digital camera uh, and I, and I set it up on, on uh, my dresser and I stood back, I put it on a timer. I hit the little shutter button and I backed up and I took the same picture in the same spot every single day for 14 months. And that let me, I just got to, to, the, there was no scrolling back then, you know, I didn't have phones, but um, what I would do is I'll go on my computer because I'd have to upload it to my computer and I would scroll through every single picture. I'd click through every single picture and it's uh, it's pretty eye-opening seeing the difference visually. Even if the scale is not reflecting immediate change, the pictures do, right? The pictures do. The pictures always do. Um, so the the visual feedback, guys, whether it's just looking in the mirror or taking pictures, I encourage pictures because something is different about seeing yourself in a fixed state in a printed out piece of media or a piece of media on a screen relative to looking yourself in the mirror in real time. Um, that feedback, that visual feedback is going to give you so much information that the scale is not going to give you, right? It's going to, to show you where the muscle mass is developing. Is the muscle mass developing in your midsection? Is the muscle mass developing in your, your abdomen is the muscle mass developing in your chest. Like where is it developing? And those things will give you more information about what's going on than just your, your weight. Cause remember, as you put on lean muscle, that's going to add weight to your frame. That's going to add uh, weight to your whole body. So if you're putting on muscle, some days you're going to put it on and it's going to basically like finalize, if you will, um, as, as being part of your overall mass faster than the weight of body fat reduction is happening. So you, you might have days where your weight will spike and it's the result of inducing trauma on your muscles and then building those muscles and your body fat may not catch up. The body fat reduction may not catch up as a result of doing that. 
for a couple of days or a week or something. And if you are going through a dramatic transformation of losing a lot of weight, like I was, I was losing, you know, up around 80 pounds, uh, of, of, uh, of overall weight, I was also putting on muscle mass. I was also putting on muscle mass. So I don't have the real numbers because I didn't check my body fat percentage, but when I was losing weight, I was also putting on muscle. So I lost 80 pounds, but I put on a, a lot of muscle at the same time. So, um, you know, as you're starting to, to, to lose that body fat and you're starting to build that muscle, you're going to end up in this weird state where your weight's not really going to move around very much because you're putting on muscle probably at a very similar rate to how you're losing body fat. And it will take time for those things to like basically for, for, to eclipse each other, if you will. And the body fat starts to, 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 to burn off faster than you're putting on muscle because there does come a point where you can't put on muscle quickly anymore. Like there, if you're brand new to lifting, you're going to put on a lot of muscle right away for the first three, six, nine months, and then it will taper off. And you're going to put it on very slowly after that. And, um, and that's like a slow, arduous process. But you'll always burn body fat pretty much at the same rate uh, after those first, like, that first 30, 60 days. Uh, once you get the, the engine, like, revved up and, and moving, you can pretty much expect to burn body fat at the same rate uh, for, for an extended period of time. Um, so for me, I did have a big burst of body fat reduction and weight loss in the beginning. But over the course of 14 months... If you look at the averages, it was about 1.3 pounds per week over 14 months. So don't be discouraged if the first 30, 60, 90 days you were losing like, you know, three pounds a week, four pounds a week over and over and over again because you were obese at the time. And then as you continue to lose weight, it tapers off down to a point where you're losing like half a pound a week or a pound a week or something like that. Um, or maybe you have weeks where you lose nothing, right? Or maybe even like a month where you lo technically lose no weight even though your waist is getting smaller and your clothes are fitting differently and you feel more energetic and you're getting stronger, you're probably still losing body fat. You're just adding lean mass for, you know, for real at that time. Um, so here's some other things that I noticed, right? When it comes to, to, to the different ways that you can measure your progress, these are some of the things I noticed, right? Obviously there, there was the visual indicator of what's going on in the mirror. There was the visual indicator of looking at just like looking at parts of my body, like being able to look at my wrist or something and just like notice that my watch was fitting differently. There was that, right? Of course, um, physical measurements. So if you're, if you're checking and tracking your, um, your, you know, like your pant sizes and stuff like that, or if you're actually measuring the, uh, the waist, your waist, you know, measurements or your arm measurements or your neck measurement or something like that, you'll, you'll see dramatic differences, even though your weight won't necessarily change. Maybe your belt gets smaller. Maybe you go to a new loop on your belt, um, but your weight doesn't actually change. So clearly you're losing body fat because your waist is physically getting smaller, right? That's a 100% indication of losing body fat. However, your weight might not be changing because at the same time you're putting on lean mass across your body, right? Across the whole skeleton. Um, so I mentioned the way that some of your stuff fits, right? Just take note of what's going on. This is what I did. I took note of like the way my shirt fell around my shoulders, um, the way that my, my, the same jeans that I had, right? The, the way that they felt now um, around like my hips, around my knees, around my legs, around, around the glutes, like all of it. That's the way that those things fit uh, is, is a form of feedback. Um, here's another thing too, unsolicited feedback from other people. Um, I noticed, and you've probably noticed this if you're going through this process, that people in your family, friends, coworkers, they start to notice. 
especially if you haven't talked about it, they start to notice. And as they notice, they will probably say some things, right? They'll probably say some stuff like, hey, you look thinner. You look different. You look, you look fit. You look great. You look like you've been working out, like all these things. Uh, whether you put a lot of stock into those or not, that's fine. Uh, but just, just recognize that it's a form of feedback, especially if it's someone that you haven't expressed a lot of detail about what you're doing to them before. Uh, if, it's, if it's someone like that, and they just happen to take notice and tell you, um, don't get too married to that or anything, but just understand that that's a form of feedback. That means that you're making progress. All right. And that is a form of measurement. Don't discard that. That's a form of measurement. Uh, levels of, of energy, like levels of actual energy. I noticed that as I was going through this process, I was getting more and more energetic. When I woke up in the morning, I would have like so much more energy, so much more pep in my step, if you will. And it's just like a more spring in my, um, in my movements. Uh, it was just more energetic and I could show up a little bit more powerfully and a little bit more presently every single day as a result of going through this. Cause I was like physically carrying around less weight. So my body physically felt better and it was so much easier to move around. It was easier to move around. It was easier to do everyday things because I was carrying around less weight. And because of that, I naturally had more energy, I just naturally had more energy. And as I continued to go down and down and down and down in weight and body fat, I started to breathe easier. I started to move around easier. I didn't sweat as much. Um, I completely lost uh, all my, my heartburn issues that I was, that I was experiencing. Um, I'm still struggling to see the connection between like body mass and fat mass and, and heartburn, but <laughs> I'm telling you that's what happened. Um, and I just started to feel better. I just started to just naturally feel better. Everything felt better. Um, and, and that was both emotional, psychological, and physical. So you just, just generally had more energy. Um, and, and again, you know, about everyday things like everyday activities got better, got easier. And that's a form of measurement too. Is it easier to take out the trash now? Is it easier to go grocery shopping and carry all the groceries into the house? Like you might've been able to do it no problem before, but are you doing it now? And you're not sweating as much, or you just don't feel, you don't feel as uncomfortable doing it. Like you may not be profusely sweating now, but you know, you might get, <laughs> you might get warm. You might, you might have a little bit more thermogenesis going on. Um, I, and I promise you when you get down to a healthy BMI and a healthy body mass, uh, a healthy fat mass, those things tend to go away. They just tend to go away. They tend to stop. Uh, the, your day to day activities tend to be easier. Life gets easier. I always tell my clients this, when you go through this process and you get to where it is you're trying to go, or at least close to where you're trying to go, life in general gets easier. Not only does the gym get easier and more fun and better, and um, all these other things that are fitness related get better and more fun, but life gets easier. If you're a parent, like I am, picking up your kid, throwing your kid around, and <laughs> like wrestling with them or doing whatever, going outside and playing football with them and running routes or going and playing hockey like I do with my son, those things get easier. Those things get better. Those things get more fun. You can show up more powerfully and presently in those things over and over and over again. So it's just, it's so much better, right? Just being fit and being, uh, being through the, the, on the tail end of that process or through the process completely is just, it, it's just better. Life just gets better. I promise you. Um, so the other thing too, is like another form of measurement is that the progress that you've made in the, whatever exercise form you're doing to get there, like whether it's CrossFit or you're just lifting weights in a regular gym, maybe you're even doing like resistance band work or kettlebell work, whatever your, your coach has you doing or your trainer has you doing, whatever program you're following, 
Um, as long as you're getting results and you have those things that I mentioned earlier, like strategy, mindset, and accountability in place, as long as you're actually making progress, when those things t- uh, start to get to get a little bit easier and you go up in, in intensity and you go up in resistance, in other words, as you start to make progress and you notice yourself getting stronger and whatever you were lifting two months ago is so light that you can do 10 reps of it like that and you, you recognize that you need to add more weight and you add more weight and now you're challenging yourself to a whole new level that there's no way you would have been able to lift three months ago that's a form of measurement. That's a form of feedback. That means you're getting stronger. And if you're getting stronger, that means you're putting on more muscle mass. And if you're putting on more muscle mass, you are changing the ratio in your body from fat mass to mu- uh, the ratio of fat mass to muscle mass. You're changing that in favor for lean muscle mass, which is what you want. That's going to be the ultimate fat burner. So going through this process, guys, um, I just want you to know, I want to reiterate that I went through like periods of time where I wasn't losing weight. So the scale was not, I learned that that cannot be my only form of feedback. If you are married to just the scale and you're only looking at the scale as a form of feedback, you're going to get discouraged and you're going to end up falling off and like falling off your whole path and your whole strategy, your whole, you're going to fall out of your lane and you're not going to come back in. You're not going to snap back into place because you're only looking at that number. And as soon as that number is no longer consistently dropping, it's going to make you so discouraged and so disappointed and so down about yourself and your progress, that you're going to have a really hard time getting yourself back on track. Okay. So you need to look at all the other forms of measurement that I mentioned here. And, um, I got to say, like as insignificant as some of those might sound to you, I promise you when you're in the thick of it, those things all matter. And that's what I learned by going through this process. Like, you know, in month six and month nine and month 11 and like even month two, you know, day 217, like it gets really hard some days. Okay. But you have all these forms of feedback. And as long as you're using all those forms of feedback and you're not looking at just the scale, you'll notice that you're making progress pretty much every single day, right? At a minimum, every single week, you're making progress. But you need to utilize all those forms of feedback. And if I wasn't able to figure that out and learn from from mentoring that, man, you've got so many other forms of feedback that you need to be using instead of just the scale, if I didn't know that, I probably would have done what I had always done before, which is look at the scale. All right, I lost... uh, pound last week, but I put on two pounds this week. So I'm obviously screwing something up. So it looks like I got to throw out my whole plan and start over. Cause obviously this isn't working. And I would do that. I would just stop be like, well, it's obviously not working. So I may as well get pizza tonight with my wife and have ice cream. And then tomorrow, you know, go out to wherever freaking Burger King or something <laughs> like they just make all these bad decisions based on my emotional response to seeing that one freaking number on the scale. So you got to utilize all those forms of feedback and that won't happen. So uh, listen, if you are in this situation or a similar situation and the strategy is clearly not working and the mindset's clearly not there and the accountability is clearly not there, or if you have two of those things and not the third one and you need to figure out exactly what to do to move forward, but you don't know what that is, then I invite you to jump on a call. Do what so many other people have been doing to get amazing results jump on a call with me and let's talk that through. Let's get you crystal clear on what's working and crystal clear on what's not working and help you put a game plan together to get you from where you're at now to where you're trying to go, right? If you want to do that, 
jump over to gordonalight.com forward slash apply. And I'll put that link in the comments below. And if you're on the podcast, I'll repeat that one more time. It's gordonalight.com, just my name, forward slash apply. And I'll put that link in the show notes for you guys listening on the podcast. And, um, and that's it, guys. I mean, this is, gonna, this is going to hopefully this podcast episode, this Facebook Live is going to help you understand more about these forms of feedback that you can use beyond the scale. Uh, but also, you know, if you do come into my, my program, if we get that far or even get on this call and talk about what's going on, you will leave that call much more clear about what your goals are. Even if you think you're crystal clear about them now, we can make them even clearer. I promise you that every single call that I've been on, uh, my intention has always been to try and uncover and dig and find what exactly is going on and what the real desired outcome and intentions are of going through this process, whatever, whatever that process ends up being for you. So again, if you want to do that, um, head over to gordonalight.com forward slash apply and let's get you rolling. Um, so with that guys, I'm going to punch out here again. If you're on the podcast and you got value out of this or any other episode, please leave me a rating and a review. And uh, if you guys watch this either on the, the replay or I saw some hearts and some likes come by earlier, but if you're watching this on Facebook, uh, share this with a like-minded friend and uh, lot, drop me some likes and some hearts. I'd appreciate that. Um, all right. I love you guys. I will talk to you all in the next one. Take it easy. Have a great day.